Tap in exclusive. We are the internet. Yeah, I don't fuck. All right, Tapped in podcast. We're joined today by a, a not even arguably, truly an LA legend, uh, Pusha Rod. LA legend in the making, man. I ain't a legend yet, man. I'm <laughs> no, just no, a young working LA on nigga trying to make it. Legendary status. I like that. Legendary but, status in the making. Definitely yeah. taking the right steps for sure. Appreciate absolutely, it. absolutely. Um, with Tapped in, we normally like to let people uh, control their story and, and all that. But we want to like start with uh, where you're from originally, like how, you know where you grew up. Uh, sure. Let's start with that. So yeah, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. You know, it'd be a lot of people out here that say they from LA, but they ain't from LA. I was right. born in LA. I'm a die in LA. Born on the East Side. Um, I went to Fremont High School and then Westchester High School. Uh, got into music like around like 11th grade when YG should start to take off and just trying to figure it out like. During that time, I used to throw these parties. And if you're from L.A., you know about it. In high school, I used to do Club Kiss. And we used to have, like, 2,000 people come out Friday, Saturday night, every week. Like, I gave, like, New Boys and fucking uh, Audio Push and Cali Swag District, like, shout their first Audio shows Push. in L.A. ever. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Yeah. Man. They, yeah. had, they had, like, the jerk scene and all that. Yeah, all the yeah. Kids. So, yeah, that was the jerk movement. Like, I graduated high school in 09, so it was, like... Yeah. You feel me? That era, like, yeah, I wasn't a jerker, but, you know, I made a lot of money off of yeah. the jerk movement. Off the jerk like, movement, yeah. thousand percent. Like, it was a lot of gangbangers out there doing that shit. I heard. Yeah. That's what that, we had, like, we had an interview with Audio, Audio Push, Push. Yeah. and they were saying that, shit, a lot of them jerk niggas end up being, like, killers at the end of it. Like, some of them are some real car, hardcore gangbangers. Yeah. yeah, nah, for sure. I mean, because it was, like, it was, at the time, like... That was just our way to express ourselves. Like it was a new form, a new sound for LA. Like everybody was trying to figure out how to get out of what was known as that West Coast sound and try to create something new and have fun. And that's what came from it. But right. you know, from that, like there were, it, it was dope. It was a dope time. Like, and what, what was your venue? What was you throwing these parties at? What everywhere I had, uh, I had this <laughs> spot in the '30s called Buffalo Soldiers. I had this spot uh, in in Compton, it was called OG Cycles. A nigga made a lot of money off OG Cycles. Like OG Cycles was crazy. Like we painted cars by day, and <laughs> at nighttime we had parties. I had Shout a fucking tattoo Cycles. shop inside. OG. I used to do tattoos in high school and shit. Oh, that's why like, you got some nice art too, man. Well, no, I used to fuck people up. Like my art is nice, <laughs> but like yeah, so it's crazy. Cam, I did my first tattoo on his arm. I turned, I turned, Shout he, out. I turned his arm white. How? <laughs> Bro, I don't. I just it went too deep. <laughs> like when you I first did it, when I first did it, it looked great. <laughs> a week in, nigga, that shit, bro, that shit was this <laughs> color. <laughs> nigga, that shit turned into a hole. Is it still there? Is it still? still, still, still Shout out Cam for being a rider, man. <laughs> you know, Shout out, man. That's really bro. a nigga. For no, that's amazing. Food, like, and then I was like, it's crazy because like as. As I really wanted to learn more, like that was the first time I fucked him up, but I think I fucked him up probably like six times. Like I tattooed wow. Cam Bam on his chest one day. We was off. <coughs> Where you get a tattoo gun from? Here. Bro, he's so still it was here. crazy, bro. We was in what high school. What a great friend. We was in high school and it was this tattoo shop, bro. And we were, we were going up there, you know, it's LA, man. We yeah. were going up there yeah. having fun and Chilling, shit. Yeah. And Niggas then we tattoos. told the dude, like, yo, let's, let us throw a tattoo party here. <laughs> And we threw a tattoo party not knowing that it was on crack like that. People and pulled up. Everybody pulled up. A lot of people up. pulled up. And oh, the shot shit. probably made like the most money he made at that time. And then Ever. after that, he was like, yeah, nah. 
Y'all partied, and then we thought we was on what Cam made a song <laughs> called Inked Up for the shop, everything, nigga. It was crazy, wow. but yeah, I was out there fucking people up and getting paid to do it. Like, shout out anybody who I ever fucked up tattoo. We're sorry, But, yeah. you know, listen. It's what it, it is. You gotta, try, you, gotta st- <laughs> you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. It's hey. like this, but just think about this. Like, if I'm Basquiat, right? That's art, Ooh. you know? So it's just like, it's a, it's bars, a great art bars, piece. You feel bars. me? Like, it's timeless. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Working on legend status. Because shit, you know? Tatted by a legend. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. In the making. Yeah, in the making. <laughs> so He's boom. getting there. But, uh, okay, so that's part of your legacy, right? Yeah. So at what point do you start getting into music really seriously? Like, after post-jerk movement? Like, what, what got you? Yeah, so, like, at, during the jerk movement, like, it was other producers who were cracking at the time. We had like Jay Hawk, we had Dupree, we had Jay Nari. And at that time, like Mustard was still DJing. Mm-hmm. And Child we were man. all, like, it was probably like 12 homies all staying with YG at his, him and his mom's house. And while we were there hanging out, like, I was overdoing tattoos. I'm trying to figure out, like, all right, what's, what's my path? Next, yeah. Where am I going to go? Like, my homies doing music. Like, let me figure out, like, how can I fit in? And that's why, like, I I still to this day call myself a professional homie because at that time, like, I did everything. I passed out flyers. I threw parties. I drove him to shows. Like, I answered calls. You did whatever, whatever I needed took. to do to Whatever help. it took. Exactly. And just having that mindset, you know, it was like, all right, cool. Like, let me dig deep. Okay, maybe it's not just throwing parties. You know, I started hanging out in the studio, but don't get me wrong, at first I didn't say shit. Right. Like, I was in the back like a fly on the wall just watching, watching the homies yeah. create magic. And it yeah. was like understanding what's going on and really understanding what's going on and hearing how they're talking to each other and elevating each other as they're creating it. Like, damn, how do you be a part of that and not you know, fuck it up? So, like, after a while I just started asking questions. And then it was like, you you get you get put on the floor and they ask your opinion and now it's like it's when you got to be really be serious like can't be a yes man if you fuck with it you fuck with it if you don't you don't and I said I didn't fuck with something and niggas asked me why and I was like I don't know but maybe because of this or this but I was kind of right at the time because like somebody else in the room were hearing hearing the same thing but they actually understood the lingo and how to talk about music and shit and it was like oh. Cool. So I was on to something then started giving my opinion more and just trying to be as vocal as possible because like one thing you see in a lot of crews is yes man. Mm-hmm. And right. I always told myself anything I do, like I ain't never go I'm not gonna bite my tongue and I'm not gonna act like something I'm not just to be somewhere. Right. And so that gave me a different type I, I that got me a different type of respect to yeah. where my opinion start being validated, especially because I kind of knew what I was talking about, or if I didn't know, I tried to explain to the best ability, not holding back or saying, I don't know, I just don't fuck with it. I said, I don't fuck with it because of this sound, or nigga, you could have yeah, came yeah. harder on this part. Nigga right. be like, oh, buzz, I feel you. <laughs> nigga could have came harder, and it's like, nigga, that ain't, that's like that's the most priceless shit, like, nigga, like, because if you know it, and you ask your homie a question, and then they be like, no, that shit fire. You be like, you sure? You They be like, that shit fire. Then you sitting back like, damn, am I tripping? But when they in the back of their head like, nah, this ain't nothing, they ask you for reassurance, and even without saying nothing, you give the honest answer, and it, it ain't it, they going to have so much more respect for you because they understand, like, you're not just here. It's coming you're from a real spot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it has real, in, it's real intentions and then, behind yeah, it. Yeah, that helped me. 
that helped me lead the way. And then um, just I stayed with YG and Mustard and just kept building with them. And we started working on uh, YG's first album, My Crazy Life. And at the time, his A&R was Sycamore. And Sycamore, he was dope, but he's the person who actually told me what I was doing was a and Because mm-hmm. at the time, I honestly yeah, no. thought I was a real homie. Like, right. nigga, just not on no yes man shit. If I found the artist I thought was tight, I'm going to try to link you. Yeah. If I found a producer I thought it was tight, I'm going to link you. If this yeah. producer's trash, I'm going to say, hey, fool, this nigga just needs doing trash. <laughs> you still just doing your part. As you just homie. trying to do anything exactly. to get the get the bigger picture done. I appreciate exactly. that. But finish right. with your story. Sycamore said, "You know what you're doing is A and R." I'm like, "Hell no!" He's like, "Nah, this is what A and R is." And like when you really break it down, it's like this is you know this is what it is. And I'm like, "Damn, well shit, I'm A and R." Yeah, it's called me push the A and R, and I'm like, "Damn, how could I figure it out?" Right. And at the time, Joey Ie, the guy who brought me in the Interscope. He was at Def Jam. He was the president of Def Jam. Right. And Joey, he brought Sycamore in. He brought Dash, who's over at RCA in. Like, he's brought in a lot of dope A&Rs over the time. Yeah. And he fucked with the way I moved, and he under he saw, like, the connection with me and YG was genuine. And when he we had a couple meetings when he went over to Interscope, and then the rest was history. Right. And I was there for damn near seven years. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Was there anything like from because you said like being a certified real homie versus like being an A and R? You he told you you were an A and R. Yeah. But once you became an A and R, I kept the same approach. Same like, shit. When I sign an artist, when I meet with artists, I'm kicking. I'm kicking shit. Like I'm not about to yo hey how's it going? I'm this oh I like this song like yeah, yeah. nah like I really want to know about the artist. I want to know about their background and understand them because I I believe like. You can sign an artist and fuck an artist's career up as right, an A&R right, if you right. don't understand that artist or their vision. Yeah. And for me, I would never sign somebody who I don't understand or if I don't believe in vision because right. at the end of the day, I'm fighting for you every day. You're not in the office. Yeah. I'm in the office fighting for you. So like, I got to know what I'm fighting for and right. know that if this get tricky, you still going to have my back. You're not going to throw me under the bus. And, yeah, like, yeah. and the same go vice versa because a lot of time artists don't know how to communicate effectively. Right. You know, well, like, yeah, they're artists. Exactly. <laughs> and they're emotional. Yeah, but there's right. nothing wrong with being emotional when no, you're no, an no. artist. Like, like, I feel like the emotion... But wheel it in. Exactly. No, no, no. Ex- yeah. No, but it's well, a special I, I, language. I, I feel you, you gotta because speak. it's music and it's business, and that's the part that you're understanding, and that's where you're kind of mediating. But the artists, like you said, they get emotional, and then sometimes they go too far off the deep yeah, end, for like real. go off the deep end. Let's have a conversation. I'll bring you back to reality before you get online and start dissing <laughs> the label and shit, do yeah. some dumb shit, get yourself shelved, because... That's fucked up. I would never want to see an artist in that position. I've never put an artist in that position. I always tried my hardest to fight for every artist, whether they had the biggest budgets or the smallest budgets, whether they could get to this producer or they couldn't. Like, if I got a connection, I believed in you. I connect every dot that I can. Right. To be an A and R, you obviously have to have a certain degree of like intuition. Like, you need to be able to like read people, see the talent, see the, the the stardom in somebody. What do you look for? As I an mean, A&R. as a and like honestly, it's like it's realism for me. Right. Like, I'm looking for somebody who understands themselves as a person from any form of life, right. and they're willing to express that. They have to have a story to tell. Exactly, right. and whatever that story is, they're gonna stick to it, like regardless to what you might think or what you might think, because. Right. 
everybody don't agree with everything that everybody does, but if you do it the right way, they'll respect it. Right. And that's what I that's what I try to do, and I try to teach every artist that I sign or I come across like, yo, if this is what you want, stand on it and believe right. it, and make sure that you don't fold just because this person don't like it or you think that you're gonna lose this because that's when you lose your integrity. And right. I feel like that's when you become it. That's when you join the sunken place that's in this music industry. Right. 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 Like it's well, a, reason, a lot of these artists well, are, yeah, but it's a reason why. J. Cole can do whatever the fuck he want to. Kendrick can do whatever he want to. Exactly. YG can do whatever exactly. he want to because you can't change them. And when they ready to drop, they gonna drop. You know? Right. Right. Everybody I'm sure they record all year, but that right. ain't for you to know. Right. Like That's just what they're doing. Exactly. Like and it's crazy because working at Interscope, like Kendrick is one of the artists like where it's like, bro, I I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I ain't go to work to 11, 12 o'clock certain days. <laughs> but certain days, like, Kendrick be up there at 9, 10 in the morning in the studio. Like, no, a, like a 9 to 5. Like, like a 9 like to a 5. No security, no nothing in there working on his music. Like, you see him walking through the hall, and he, nigga, he's saying what's up to people because he's a person. Yeah. He doesn't let everything that's going on in this music industry or where people think he should be or think how he should act, like, right. depict him. Right. I don't know if that's the right word. No, no, that is. Pick was the right word. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. To pick them. You know. So, and it's like when it's people like that, and you meet them, and you have conversations with them, and you have understanding, it changed your whole thought process. Like, cause, like, when working at Interscope, like Kendrick, when he was working on, uh, Pippa Butterfly. Right. Um, like. I'm from a whole different side of Interscope, so I wasn't involved in any of his shit, but me and Terrence Martin was really cool. And Terrence Martin's been like a big brother to me the whole time I've been in the industry. Wow. And That's crazy. he brought me in. Like, he saw the way I was recording, how I was trying to figure it out, really understand how to be an A&R. And yeah. he brought me into a Kendrick session. And sh- so I seen hands-on how a whole different group and team of people work. Right. And it changed my recording Approach, approach. Shit, like man. yeah, just like it's not like, and I believe it's not. It's not about a hit record. Like every day you go in the studio, like we don't know what a hit record is. A hit record is a feeling, right? Right. You feel me? And it's right. like if you can create a feeling, you can create a hit record, right? But people are chasing a hit, not a feeling. A sound, does, yeah. Like it, but it doesn't matter what sounds you use. If right. you feel it, you feel it. I don't right. care if it's like I ain't like it's like for example, uh, fucking uh. Panic at the Disco, uh, they had this song, uh, uh, Poison Rationality, uh, like it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. know the name it's of the song, catchy, it's but a it's a great song. fucking song, right, like, right. and whether if you a hardcore rapper or you into this, you into that, you hear that song a couple times, that melody's in your head, you're going to you, you feel, gonna feel it. Feel it. Yeah. Like it's certain music, it doesn't matter. You just feel it. You exactly. know, it's a hit. Right. Exactly. It's undeniable. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And that's... That's that's all a feeling, and that's what you should go in the studio and chase versus right. trying to chase a record. Like, right. like I believe, like a session, all my sessions are vibe. Like we're not just hanging out in the session. No, what's up? Play a couple beats. Nah, yeah. we need some drink. We need yeah. some this. Whatever, whatever you, you fuck with. A, you need it, to be having it exactly. As an A and R, I come in to help create the atmosphere so that you can record the best music to your best ability, and not right. worry and think about making music you're gonna make. What, what you feel right yeah with that with that being said like obviously you're saying that to protect your integrity like authenticity is important thousand percent. right 
So if authenticity meets marketability, are you, is that like the perfect artist? Do you feel what I'm saying? But if you, so how do you make someone who's really authentic, but they just don't have that marketability? You feel me? Like it's really like it's rough, right? It's, I mean, it gets it it it's it's a rough situation, but it's like if an artist really understands themselves, right. and like I preach this so much, like it's about understanding yourself because artists are so vulnerable. Like they're literally telling you. Oh, I, I want to kill myself, <laughs> or yeah, I thought yeah. this, or I thought this, and it's like now after they say it, they sit back like, "Damn, are you gonna fuck with this?" Right. But when they catch on, like, "Damn, my shit is really connecting," they go so much heavier in that, and not just chasing the sound. Like, if you know you could connect to a person, you just gonna do that. That's why right. like people like Jeezy who can stay relevant for so long because, bro, he makes music for trappers. Right. Other people might like a song or two, but he's not. He hasn't changed up him and his sound and who he speaks to and for. Right. He's a representative for trappers. He's a representative for people who corporate thug. Like yeah, yeah. And that's his. That's his agenda, and that's what he pushed. So it's like that shit ain't never changed. It up. doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's a solid uh, exactly. approach. But you know, when people change it up, you know, you know what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh. We're gonna introduce the wheel, Juju. Okay, so you should boy, show him the wheel. We gotta find. <laughs> hey, y'all smoked the whole blunt? <laughs> they smoked the whole blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Let it. Oh yeah, you can pass it, but it's gone now. I think. All right, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> boom, we got smoked <laughs> without me. So yeah, I, t- I told y'all about Cam. Yeah, that's a day one too. That's unbelievable. <laughs> so, so boom, we have something called the tapped in wheel. Shout out right. Cam. We're gonna have you spinning. It's like basic stuff, like you know, top three that are alive. You know, cap or no cap, shit grow. It's just some fun shit. You get three spins. Yeah, boom. All right, right. you got the basic idea. I'm gonna hold it so you can spin it. Some some content. What do you get? Spinning in. Oh, okay. There you go. Everybody gets spinning in the first time. I swear. Top three. Who are your top three artists that are alive? (laughs) Or if you have more than three, give me your six. How about just top three now? Top three. Yeah. Lil Wayne, Oof. Weezy F Baby, Dwayne Carter. <laughs> Yo, that's the greatest Fire. answer we've ever gotten. Yo. Fire. Right, spin Listen, again. <laughs> no cap. First we album I ever bought was the Carter 2. Wow. Great album. Great album. Uh, cop or drop? We're going to pull something up on the screen. And, you tell us if you cop this or drop this. Look at this. Examine this. Hey, shout out Warren Lotus, <laughs> man. So listen. Yo. Bro made a lot of money off these shoes, man. I respect the hustle, you know. 400 just dropped their own sneakers, man. The Flames. If you don't know about the Flames, go get the Block Runners. Uh, Check them out. It's crazy. This this dropped Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Redrop Friday. Flame Runners will be back available on 400. So you got to cop that. Limited pairs. Now, would you cop these? Thousand percent. I actually did. (laughs) Okay, fire. You know, I had to support them. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Nike sued him. He bounced back. He dropped another one. <laughs> he dropped another one. <laughs> Shout out Warren Lotus, man. Get the money. Hey. Get the money. Spin again. You got one more you spin. You got one more spin. <laughs> That's amazing. Would you rather? Oh, all right. What you got on your would you rather list? All right. Would you rather have 1942 or Asul? Don Julio Blanco. Wow. 
I'm gonna pass <laughs> on a duel, a duel, <laughs> and I'm gonna pass on a 42 <laughs> every day. Niggas, no. I drink Don Julio Blanco. Don Julio, cut the check. Stop playing. Look, no. it over. Wow. Amazing. Speaking of alcohol, shout out Sovereign Brands. Observe. The greatest alcohol. Thank you. What's up, man? They, they giving out deals, man. What's up? Yeah, hit them up. Yeah, Push around. Sovereign Brands. It's amazing. For real, for real. We should plug them up. Yeah. yeah nah. You know what's so crazy? No, nah, real talk. We're going to. Yeah, I no, actually, we got you. It's, it's funny. Um, So I do this party called Friend of a Friend. Yeah. And. Voila. <laughs> it's so crazy. So my birthday, I did my birthday party in 2019, and uh, Bel Air was one of my sponsors. I'm there sure you go. Y'all. It was fire. So we need to re that I had that fucking going. Bel Air bottles with my fucking face on it. That shit was fucking legendary. Oh, that shit's hard. <laughs> that shit was fire, bro. <laughs> that like, shit nigga. is so hard. Yeah, where is this shit? <laughs> I think the first face I ever saw on a Bel Air bottle was Ross. There's, I, I don't remember another face I've seen. That's crazy. Damn, where is this shit? I was literally just looking at this shit the <laughs> other day, bro. But like, yeah, nah. Um, I did uh, my first friend of a friend. It was at the Diamond Store. Um, my sponsors was Diamond Store, uh, Bel Air, L.A. Kush, and Avion Tequila. You know, I'm a Don Julio <laughs> person, but Avion show it's, love. It's, they gave me two hundred bottles for my birthday. That, it's that straight could be though. Don Julio. It's straight. Shout out, shout out, Corporate Thug and shout out Young Jeezy. Crazy. You know. Crazy. Yeah. So how did you even come up with this uh, friend of a friend from throwing parties before and it just kind of like spun over into this next? Not really. Um, Friend of a friend was like a different approach than we were doing before. When I Before, um, the parties were really just about trying to make some money. Right. Like straight up. I was a kid. I ain't come from shit. (laughs) I didn't have shit. Like, bro, seventh grade, I had one pair of shoes. Like in high school, that wasn't going to be an option. (laughs) Nigga, I'm either robbing niggas or I'm going to make legal money. You're going to figure it out. So. That helped me not have to do the other shit. <laughs> but, you know, Shout out to partying. That's yeah, crazy. Man. It's, it's I so used crazy. to have a little party click too, and it get you, and it get you all the girls you have, yeah. you, and everything, you lit. Everything. Like it's the parties everything. is yeah, not nah, like everybody wanted. People love really that shit. Me like, and I, I'm, I'm a, I'm proud to say like being a promoter or whatever when I was young, it really helped me build a name and a staple for myself because it's like, a foundation for sure. Yeah, a lot of people knew me. Yeah. Based off of Club Kiss, and like you know, it when it transpired and transitioned into the music industry, a lot of people that I knew from Club Kiss are in the music industry. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, you know, like I, w- I went to Westchester with like Tyler Creator, he used to come in high school, like, <laughs> nigga, and then I like, remember Club Kiss. I'm from, Shout I'm out from Tyler. LA, and I know I, I remember, like, I can kind of vaguely remember. I, I didn't grow up in the LA area, but I know of this whole shit, like, yeah. it was going down. Nah, that shit, that shit was everything. But yeah. the difference between that and friend of a friend is friend of a friend is is more exclusive. It's an invite only situation. Like you have to RSVP, and then even after you RSVP, that doesn't mean you'll get the address. Like you have to be picked because you I'm still not still can get shook basically. Thousand <laughs> percent. And it, even if you were picked, if you don't come looking the right way at the door, it's, you still can get shook yeah. because mm, I like. I'm that. trying to create. It's it's been this this missing piece of LA. Like when I was coming up. And we were in, first started off and tooting and booting, everything was going on. Like, we used to go to Polo to Don's house, and he used to have like these lavish ass parties, fool. Like, Crazy nigga, you'll shit. meet, nigga, the girl of your dreams there. Wow. Like, and actually get to talk to her. <laughs> She'd be you know? right there in front She'd of you. She'd be right there. <laughs> like, and when I say the girl of your dreams, I mean like somebody from TV, somebody from a movie. And it was like, yeah. it was so dope. Cause like, 
we wasn't cracking. We were just some L.A. knuckleheads. Like, YG had some records, and we were trying to figure out music and figure out where right. we were going. Like, but Polo f- actually fucked with Jizzle, and he fucked with us. He used to always let us come over there for when it was like, yeah, like, nigga, the mo like, the energy were, was dope. So, like, L.A. been missing that, and I was, like, trying to figure out how to reinvent something like that. And then I came up with a friend of a friend, and it went dope. It started off, I did the first one at the Diamond Store, but then after that, I got a little more exclusive, and I only started yeah. doing, like, these dope house parties. Yeah. And it was, like, really, really invite-only because you know how it is with these house parties. And then it got crazy. Like, bro, I had, like, like party up the hill, fool, like, a thousand cars parked in the middle of the street. You can't even get up the street. Like, I got a fucking ticket from the police, and they literally had to walk up, like, a mile to get to the front door. Wow. And then I had to walk with like them. Like a Project X type Like a Project yeah. X party. I literally had to walk with them from the front door down the hill almost a mile to get to their car. No, wow. I, I, I've been in a situation like that up in the Hollywood Hills. You know, I know I probably know exactly what you're talking about, but it gets crazy like that, man. People get stuck in elevators. It's mm-hmm. wild. It gets yeah. real crazy. Yeah, nah. And yeah, friend of a friend is just, you know, it's an invite-only situation. If you've been there, you know what it is. And if you haven't been... You should try to come, but you probably won't get in. But you probably but you won't get try. in. Yeah, it's worth you know? a shot. Worth, worth it. Shot. Yeah. And if you do somehow get in, you it's worth you'll it. Have, you'll have fun. Yeah, right. You might meet your favorite artist. Yeah. You were also telling us about uh, a spinoff of the friend of a friend. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's crazy because um, when we created, when I created friend of a friend, it was like, it was just trying to create something dope for the city. But then it's like, after having it for over a year... I realized, like, all right, this is something, but it doesn't mean anything. Like, people hear about it who know me, like, they, oh, friend of friends, dope. Um, but I was like, all right, cool. I need to figure out something else, like, to branch off with it. The and during yeah. COVID, um, I couldn't do parties. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, like, they were literally getting shut down. Like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I did, like, going to jail. Oh, I did some illegal ones during yeah. COVID. Yeah. They all got shut down. I had a crazy ass Halloween party. Police came like nigga hundred thick. Wow, it was, it, was do- it was dope. I did that on no. I'm sorry, not Halloween. I did Halloween in Palm Springs. That was a move. That we sounds flew. Fun. I mean, we not flew. <laughs> we um chartered like two hundred girls to Palm Springs. To Palm Springs. Yeah, Holy you know, shit. something different. That must have been crazy. It was. It was worth it. Was that one of the craziest parties? You think? It was one of. Them. It's got to be up there. It was up there. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know the Claremont twins. Unreal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them pushed my head and the other one ass and I almost suffocated. Like this. <laughs> mm. It didn't stink though. Mm. Hey, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> That's um, great. But That's no, great. that was a, that was definitely dope. But um, I'll think about New Year's. I did New Year's this year and I had like a hundred police officers. It was fucking <sighs> crazy. But at least I had fun. God like damn. I'm just trying to create something fun and something cool where people can yeah. come and enjoy themselves in the city. Like right. And if you come to my shit trying to fuck up my shit, you know what's gonna happen. Right. So just come to enjoy yourself. Just enjoy. Enjoy what me. enjoy enjoy what he's curated, cause it, it's, it's for y'all, it's not for, for you. Me. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, now my last it's crazy because I, I, I like spaz at the end of my last one because like I asked everybody to Uber up. Yeah. And everybody still decided Did to not drive Uber up. up. No niggas you know, gotta flex their whips. Come. Oh. No niggas gotta flex their whips. They, they, flex, <laughs> they, they flexing the wrong whips. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> they flexing the nigga. You, this is what people don't realize: the biggest flex is pulling up in 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 the black truck. Yeah. Right. Uber or not. Right. Nobody don't know it's not a driver. No. Nigga, no. pull up. Nigga, come pull open up, this yeah. door for me. Let me out, and then I'm gonna let the bitches out. 
I'm right. sorry, the lady, the lady. Yeah, oh, yeah. flip that <laughs> seat, flip that seat, and you it's know? going down. The women, you know. <laughs> um, no, but I love yeah, that. like it's dope. Yeah. So on top, on top of the party, and I want to make sure we talk about uh, uh, your label, right? So yeah. Or what you got going on? So you signed the artist. Yeah. So I signed my first that. artist. His name is Tay Two Times. He's from Far East Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, it's crazy because. I met him last year around uh, May, June, and right. he was just out here trying to figure it out. My homie YG, not the rapper YG, I got another homie YG. <laughs> another it's a YG. lot of, you know, when you're in these streets, there's a lot of YGs, but shout out my homie YG. You shout know out, he yeah, is, yeah. Fool. Um, He hit me up one day like, yo, fool, I got this artist, bro, and he just out here in the hood like, nigga, he don't need to be here. I was like, shit, well, I ain't doing shit. Come pull up on me. He brought him to my studio. We chopped it up for like two, three hours. Um, wow. That next day he was going back to Indiana And we just kept chopping it up for like a week And then um, Last summer me and YG got this summer house Where we were recording his album I'm like shit we had studio And I was like fuck it I'm yeah. talking to this kid I'm trying to figure out something I'm flying out Why not yeah Flew him out The first day I flew him out Like he jumped in the mix Like he wasn't shy Like Wow He was at home He, he was rapping He was talking He was smoking Girls came around He wasn't sh- He was doing what he was supposed to do He like, fit oh, in Yeah And my man. homies If y'all ever My homies is hard to fit in with right. It's a lot of pressure When you come around my homies Like so like If a nigga can hang out with us Oh he can He can, he can he do it He can hang yeah, yeah. yeah You know and then shit We just We kept recording And um, during that process, I, f- I was flying him out last summer, like every other week, because he has a one year old back in Indianapolis. Right. But every time he came, every artist who he met, they did a song together. And wow. not just they hopped on one of his songs, he was hopping on their songs. He has features like that he shouldn't have right now. Like he has like 5,000 f- followers on Instagram. He's growing, but he has features with like some crazy artists. Yeah. Yeah. And he can hold his own on any song. Um, so yeah, we kept working and doing that process. We were working on YG's album, and he had a song called War Scars. So we put it on YG's album, and it got some good traction. It got some love, and then going from there, like, all right, this is this That's is it. real. Like, yeah. and you know, it's it's from somewhere like. So I'm from LA, but on my father's side, I got family in Indiana. So like, oh okay, it's like a perfect <laughs> a mi- yeah match. Yeah, because like I used to. Talk shit with my uncle like, yeah, bro, we gotta get the net, we gotta get indie on, we gotta get it cracking. <laughs> yeah. Like, is like, right. like, come on, like, you people know about Gary, like, right. you know, shout out Freddie Gibbs, you shout know, shout out Freddie Gibbs, man, like, that's crazy. Shout out Michael Jackson, but who's <laughs> been that person from Indianapolis, Indiana, and that's I'm gonna true. make sure that two is that person. Hey, and wow. that's the goal. So I signed him in like December. Yeah, we've been working and just keep going. Um, I dropped. Me and YG put out a 400 uh, EP yeah. last month uh, called Gang Affiliated. He yeah. has three songs on there. He's featured right. on one with D3. He's featured on one with YG. And he had his first single um, featuring Lonnie Bangs from, I mean, Lon- Lonnie Bands. Shout out my nigga Lonnie. My bad fucking up on your name, gang. <laughs> um, from Detroit. It's featured yeah. on the record Roxanne. We put that on the 400 compilation and it's right. been getting cra- traction. And that's actually the lead single for his e- his first project, Call Me Too, that's dropping tomorrow, 4 9. Hell yeah. So I'm excited as fuck. My first project coming off, off of my own indie label, a creative push, is Tay Two Times, dropping wow. tomorrow. Yeah, dropping. So. And that'll be, this comes out Friday. So you guys, yeah. it'll be available. Stream it, run it up, yeah. check them out. Fuck and with me. The best, yeah. the best. And if you way, don't, oh, let me say, if yeah. you don't like the music, 
tell me. Yeah. I respect that. DM him. You know, but you're going to fuck with it. What's the best way to stay tapped in with him? With that artist? Is it IG? Yeah. His IG is um, at Tay2XS. Um, his Twitter is at Tay Time. Hey, at Tay2XS. Everything is Tay2XS. He's 21. He's young, man. He's wow. hungry. Like, yeah. Yeah. Check his shit out. Get in, get get in on it early. Start listening to this shit now, cause you know you never know. Yeah, nah, that you shit could really shit. blow up. So, not uh, could is going to. Yeah, exactly. It's it's speak everything into hey, existence. It's part of that building the legacy. It's the law, exactly. It's the law of attraction. Law of attraction. Yeah. When you, no, seriously. <laughs> you know? When you speak about something, I was just saying this earlier. When you speak about something and you talk to others about it, when they talk about it, it's gonna automatically put you in their oh, mind. Yeah. Like Boom, it's set in motion. Start yeah, put you yeah. in the motion of where you want to go. Thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. You know, and if you think it, you have to believe it because if you believe it, you can manifest it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then we're gonna go ahead and uh, tap. We want to talk about one more thing real quick. You got sure. an app? Yeah. So I got an app. It's called Hop Out Streets of L.A. Um, it's like a bio of me. Right. It's basically you're you're playing me in the game and you're running through LA stacking your money. Like anybody who know me or seen me throughout my life, I've been running through LA getting my money. <laughs> getting the money, yeah. You feel me? And yeah, so you know, go download that game. It's in your app store, you know. I'm just a young curator. Like I believe that anything that you envision, you should try to bring it to life. Yeah. And a lot of people have a lot of dope ideas and never move on them. Right. And then it's crazy because the next person can get the same idea. You're like, damn, I, I, thought, of <laughs> I thought of that three first. years ago, <laughs> but you didn't act on it. Anything yeah. I, I believe, I try to act on and I try to see it through whether it works or not. I don't believe in losses. Right. Everything is a learning experience for me. Yeah. I think that's a that's a great way to rap. That's amazing. Thank you, Pusha Rod. Hell yeah. Uh, we in here. How do smoke we, some weed. We keep people tapped right. in with you, uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's you the can best keep way. people tapped in with me on everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's Pusha Rod. Just Pusha Rod. P-U-S-H-A-R-O-D. Um, you're a producer. You got some fire-ass beats. Send them to me. You feel me? Yeah. It's going to be in good hands for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pusha been around. He's He's been in the game yeah. for real. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here because I believe in doing good b- business and trying to treat people right, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much again for tapping nah, in with us. Thank y'all for having me. Be sure to subscribe, hit the bell, stay tapped in with us. Uh, stay motherfucking tapped in tapped with the in, homies. Man. We're tapping out. Thank you, Pusha. Yep.